Welcome back, everybody. Um, I'm in my uh, studio today slash office. It's really just an office. But it's not a car, and it's not rolling 60 miles an hour down back uh, roads in North Carolina. And my interest with Lazy Farm is stopping to check out the animals uh, and um, all the distractions. <laughs> now, today um, I decided to uh, take it kind of easy and uh, go into a topic that I talk about all week. And I get asked a lot of questions about it with the podcast. That's my back. Why does my back do this and why does my back do that? Why do my arms feel funny? Why does my neck feel funny? Why does my leg hurt? Well, okay, it all comes down to the three-joint complex. All right, your spine has really three joints. We all know the disc, and that's that cushion from the neck down to the lumbar spine, not in the sacrum. The sacrum is fused. And it's um, at risk from a lot of things we do as humans. Uh, basically, uh, just living a good life or um, being very active and sometimes sports injuries, trauma from other sources like auto accidents or falls. And self-destructive activities such as smoking. People just never believe me when I tell them, uh, you know, you're smoking, uh, you're going to have neck problems and low back problems, do whatever you can or let me help you do whatever you can uh, to quit smoking. There's lots of options we have now, more so now than we've had in years uh, since at least the nicotine patch came out. Well, okay, so I'm living life, and I'm enjoying life, and I wake up, and I can't move, uh, as they say in the South, I had to take to the bed. Well, I don't want you to take to the bed. You need to get up and get moving. That's uh, something kind of bad. In the days of John Wayne, when uh, you hurt your back, you, you took to the bed for six weeks, and uh, you got up, and you're deconditioned, and then you went on. Usually you're better. Most back pain will get better on its own, despite what we do. Most back pain has no business getting close to opioids. Most low back pain can be treated conservatively, and I mean with caution. Anything you put in your mouth with caution, NSAIDs being one of those things, uh, they're, they're not benign. Uh, I know they're over the counter and it's real easy to get and real easy to take. And you think, well, if it's over the counter, it's safe. Not necessarily. It's a topic for another day. What we have here is a three joint complex. Each of those joints are subject to injury and pain. So we had the disc. Everybody knows the disc. Over time and with the aforementioned problems that I uh, talked about, you, you lose elasticity, you lose uh, moisture content, and you lose part of the disc. It's just not the disc. Uh, and no, when you do have back surgery, you do not have your disc removed. You might have part of it removed. Uh, there are some exceptions, but... Usually, you still have disc uh, material remaining. But the facets are funky. The facets 
they show up in all sorts of configurations. Infragluteal pain, butt pain, back of thigh pain. Usually doesn't go below the knee, but sometimes it does. Uh, pain with extension or arching your back. That hurts. Um, feels a little better when I lean forward, like uh, when I'm pushing around a grocery cart. That's kind of facet pain. And they can be mixed, and they usually are, because as a disc starts to go, the facets uh, either try to compensate or develop an arthritidy. And we all get arthritis. Just, you know, don't worry about it. You're going to get arthritis. It's just to a matter of degree and, and how you handle it. The best thing you can do when you have arthritis is stay active yeah it hurts a little but get moving i use the john wayne example that's i call it the oregon trail example we used to have a trail in in america it's went from uh st louis to the west coast it really didn't go to the west coast but it was it was uh, a trail designed for homesteaders to go out and get their 640-acre parcel that was um, given to them by the government for farming. Well, most of those parcels were nothing but dry dirt. What does dry dirt do? Uh, it turns to mud. And what do uh, wagons do? They get those little skinny uh, wooden wheels stuck in mud and ravines, and everything else involved uh, with coming across the wilderness and uh, the plains, the great American desert, and the mountains. That's that's the way you got to go. And uh, somewhere around Omaha, sometimes down um, uh, a little further in New Mexico, a lot of people had to stop for six months, either it was for winter or for the back, because they're pushing those wagons out of the mud. <clears throat> so they they take to the bed. Surgery with caution, and um, you, you go into surgery with your eyes wide open and your educational uh, position strong. So this is the deal. I got a three-joint complex. If pain goes all the way down the leg, on the outside, the sole of the foot, and the inside, that tells me a little bit of information about what possible level the problem might be. You know, L4, 5, uh, S1. Reflexes may tell me a little. Provocative maneuvers like extension, side bending, and that sort of thing may tell me stuff. Historically, I may learn things like I can go upstairs, I can't go downstairs, and I'm leaning over the grocery cart, I feel better. That's stenosis, you know. Um, What does the MRI tell us? Well, we don't treat MRIs. It's a good piece of information for us, but we got to put it all together. And if you have neurological deficits, of course, we're more... Um, concerned. And if you have significant functional impairment, you can't go to work or do your type of work, particularly uh, labor work, we got to do something. We got to help you get moving. This podcast has had a number of different options. There they go. Uh, Another number of different options, and uh, you can go back to the archive. Everything from conservative management to uh, walking up the ladder of invasiveness from interventions, lumbar epidurals, facet blocks, 
radiofrequency ablation, the MILD or mild procedures. Uh, we have some new, uh, really neat uh, stabilization procedures uh, that uh, have a lot of pro- promise, and I'm going to talk about those in a future pro- podcast. Problem is reimbursement. Problem's always reimbursement. If we can't do it because no one pays for the equipment to do it, we can't do it. Uh, you know, science be damned. So we try to do what we can. And the the good ones, the good folks out there that treat backs, understand the three-joint complex. They know how to appro- approach the three-joint complex. And importantly, uh, they know how to keep you out of the operating room, you know, if they can. Now, that three-joint complex can actually deteriorate to the point where you absolutely have to have surgery. You have to have stabilization surgery. Uh, you know that as fusion or pedicle screws is some uh, buzzwords. You, I mean, you can wiki all these things. Um, be careful of Dr. Google. But the point is this. Be very frank and open with your care provider. Uh, tell them your concerns. Tell them your symptoms. Go in there with notes on your symptoms. Now, don't go in with the book. Um, if it just starts coming together in all sorts of uh, odd forms, it's not a roadmap. I want a roadmap. When somebody comes in, this is when I first noticed it. This is what I felt and where I felt it. This is what happened. This is how I initially tried to treat myself. What worked didn't work. Here I am. That helps me with diagnostic decisions, with uh, uh, pharmacologic decisions. It helps me with uh, interventional decisions, uh, even right down to the simple x-rays. I don't, I don't get many plain x-rays. I mean, you just get the MRI. You, get, you know, that's kind of a, a blanket statement. But if you're having problems that are interfering with your life... Um, Set of plain films isn't going to tell you much. You need you need that definitive uh, MRI, and if you can't get an MRI because you got a pacemaker for some reason else, like a stimulator, or whatever, uh, get a CT. I mean, it's better than plain films. All right, you move forward. Where am I going to be at three, six, nine, and twelve months? And that's the frank discussion you want to have. And finally, and I'll wrap this up. Uh, are you? Um, able to participate in your own wellness. Modifiable features and health profile. Can you help me help you? Let let you, if you can't do it yourself, quitting smoking is really hard. You know, in the world that we live in with millions of active chemicals, there's really only about a hundred that are uh, addictive, really addictive. Do you know that Tobacco with the nicotine and the other related problems with it, they're one of the top. And there are some that believe that nicotine is more addictive than heroin. Yeah, it's it's like yesterday. I had a, a fella come in who's a new patient, um, openly admitting he's sixty three for crying out loud. Um, he openly admits that he uses heroin from time to time when he can't get his pain mid, and he showed me where he injects. <clears throat> and he said, oh, okay, I quit. I mean, I quit using the heroin. Um, 
apparently he got pain meds from a friend or something like that. This is not a good start for a new patient, but we'll work with him and we'll come to some kind of solution. But I said, you got to quit smoking. I can't do that. Well, you just quit heroin. I can't quit smoking. Okay. All right. Well, let's try working at both. The uh, literature supports quitting habits together. Not saying like, okay, I'll, I'll stop X and then eventually Y, you know, when I get X under control. No, nope. stop them all together. If you got a good support system, if you've got a good care provider, um, if you've got a good support system at home or whatever you got, uh, you know, exploit that and and take yourself to a healthier level. Come on, it's a new decade. Let's let's say 2020 is going to be great at getting to a better place, right? That's where you want to be is a better place. So um, the three three joint complex, um, I'm going to be touching more and more and building on it as we start talking about some of the fun stuff that's out there, the new stuff that's out there the stabilization procedures that are done percutaneously. That means little tiny incisions, and they make big difference. Vertes is one of them. You can look that up. But um, we'll we'll be talking about these things. They are game changers for a lot of people. They're not for everyone, but new stuff's happening, and new stuff's cool. Uh, something else new is <clears throat> Dr. Data in uh, New York. He's a really good doctor he um has now now got some really great new equipment where he does uh disc procedures and spine procedures <clears throat> like foraminal stenosis squeezing around the nerve and he does it with the new 4k scope um pretty exciting he's the first one in the united states to get this stuff um i saw some pictures of the um, procedure, and I've been in the cadaver lab with the older equipment. <clears throat> it's it's kind of hard to figure out. Those are those are good doctors that can put that translation together. But this is stunning. So here it comes more new things. We're going to touch on that too. All right, listen. I'm thinking about uh, doing some coaching calls, um, and I'm thinking about it. Uh, let me know what you think. Go to paininformation.com. Send me your uh, your thoughts on that. I want to take like five people that want to know about pain information. Of course, this is a pain information. Um, not only site, but podcast. I think, okay. Um, and, uh, you know, all I'd want to do is answer their questions about pain. It might be related to their grandmother. It might be related to them or who knows, John Philip Sousa. Um, it, it doesn't matter. I can't give medical information out. I can, uh, as, a, as like a treating physician would, I can give medical information in general like everybody wants to know. There's never enough time in the uh, exam room, is there? Or never enough time with your doctor or care provider, is there? No, there isn't. And you have a lot of questions. You, you don't think of them. Or you come in and you don't tell your tale well. Um, so that's kind of what this podcast is here today, the three-joint complex. Now you know a little bit more about your back and why it's so quirky, why 
sometimes you have leg pain and sometimes you have low back pain. Sometimes it's mixed. Uh, it's, it's stuff like that we'll talk about. And I think being interactive uh, is, is kind of neat. So I uh, enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it, and let me know. Go to paininformation.com. Tell me what you want to hear, and uh, other than that, man, I stay healthy, uh, stay active, and remember the five rules. Take care.